0: going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, as usual, welcome back. You know the rules, you know the drill, you know the lay of the land, you know what it is that we're here to do. But if this is your first time joining us, also welcome. Welcome aboard on our journey of self-discovery and self-reflection, of introspection and self-improvement. Basically, we try to put in the emotional work week in and week out, to be better today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today. Also to help destigmatize the conversation around our mental health struggles and to encourage you to talk openly and honestly about what's going on in your life within your life. So what's on the agenda this week? Well, it's been uh, an interesting past couple of weeks for me um, because What I have found, look, uh, uh, let me not, let me not try and dress it up too much. Let me just, let's just get right down to the nitty gritty of it. uh, Now that I think about it, Um, the past several weeks, uh, I have gone to the movies uh, a good amount of times, more times than I have in what it feels like is quite some time in quite a while. And obviously, um, the pandemic was a big part of that, right? That was a big, a big issue for trying to go out to the movies. I know they opened everything back up at some point in time, but I, you know, there was a point where I still just didn't feel comfortable going, right? I didn't feel comfortable going, um, being around all the people. There was still, uh, as they throw a pan across the desk, there was still a, uh, the very real threat. Of contracting COVID at that point in time. And I, I just wasn't keen on going to the movies. Um, And in the past, I had had some not great experiences going that really sort of soured uh, my experience with going to, to a movie theater. Um, namely, assholes, right? There are a lot of people that go out. And just don't know how to behave themselves uh, in public, around other people. People who insist on scrolling their Instagram feed when, you know, there's a motion picture happening in front of them. Or answering phone calls. Or, you know, deciding that they're going to take a selfie in the middle of a fucking... like what? There's a number of different things that I've seen and experienced and encountered... That have soured me on going and paying money to see a movie in a theater with other people uh, of the human race. (laughs) And so that was also a big part of it. But one of the other things um, was my experience working for the Alamo Draft House. Which I talked about pretty early on here in the in the life of this show and you know, how, how the end of my tenure there, uh, there went and how I was treated by the company and, um, you know, and, and, a lot of resentment that I had towards them and, and people who, who work there, who really at that point, then, uh, became attached to my experience with going to the movies because i was working for a company that was a movie theater that had movie theaters that showed movies and my negative experience um with the company became attached to my desire to go to the movies And so for a long time, I didn't really go pretty regularly. And I had, I had convinced myself that I didn't miss it and I didn't need it. And you know what? And for a period of time, I probably didn't, right? It wasn't really convenient. It was, let's say, dangerous. And so it was really easy for me to close the door on it and say, I don't need this in my life right now. I'll figure out. Other ways to do it, and um, and you know, and I also have I have pretty good alternatives to going to the the theater. I don't mind waiting, right? I don't need to see something opening weekend anymore or immediately. Uh, I can kind of wait it out a little bit until it's a little bit more convenient for me, or um, or you know that that uh, it, it's it's not. It's not the the need isn't as immediate as it once was okay and so i can wait for something to hit home i could sit on my couch and watch it comfortably whenever i want to um you know i can pause it if i need to go to the bathroom right there's i i have my own snacks which are cheaper right there's a number of factors that go into it in addition to, right, the, the other people out there who, like, may make my experience miserable. And I also have, like, a pretty high standard for, like, presentation, um, picture quality, audio quality, right, sound levels, all those things, especially because I, I I worked in that area. Um, that's also really important for me, and I, I don't like to go to, like, a less-than-ideal experience um, because I, I can't... Can't focus on the movie when I see all these things that are just uh, just driving me fucking mad anyway um <laughs> I convinced myself that I didn't really need it and for for a good stretch that was probably true um but what I have found in recent uh weeks is that that has been sort of fading away a bit You know there were some stuff that my kids didn't want to see for a bit I tried to you know we made an effort to go take them and and whatnot and um, and then there were some other times where like I just didn't I was like let's just wait right like it just didn't feel that compelled I didn't feel that that drive it didn't feel that passion to go but in recent weeks that sort of changed in recent weeks I've been to the movies uh, a couple of times several times actually um, with plans to go again this coming week. And I found that I really enjoy it. I found that I had a really good time and I just I went by myself. Uh, one, one I went with my family, but the other times I just I just went by myself. They were there were movies that uh, only I wanted to see. nobody else in the house was interested. I didn't really reach out for for other people to go or meet up or anything like that sometimes i just like to like to have this thing by myself right i know there's you know when i talked about this before a little bit i know there's sort of the stigma that keeps getting attached to like going out and doing things by yourself and there are people who don't like to do it they don't want to go to the movies by himself a concert by themselves a museum out to eat whatever right if, if they're not doing it with somebody else they don't want to uh, they don't want to do it because there's this sort of stigma of like, oh, well, they don't have any friends, or like, oh, what a loser, right? And uh, and that's not the case at all. A lot of it is just like, this is what I want to do. Coordinating with other people or trying to make plans and getting everybody on the same page is a huge hassle, and that might be an impediment to me doing the things that I want to do because I can't get it all together. And so I think there's a... a an empowerment into saying like fuck it I'm just gonna do this shit by myself because it's something that I want to do and I'm gonna make it happen for myself and so I go by myself I go by myself I, I I get a drink maybe and um and I turn my phone off as everyone should and I just I just I lose myself in the experience and um And, you know, and I, I still do that when I'm at home. Even when I'm at home and I put something on, right, I turn the lights off, my phone goes gets put away, I'm still losing myself in the experience. But in the last couple of weeks in going, right, and wanting to see things a little bit more immediately and not wait as long for them to come home and watch them in the comfort of my own home, in doing that, I sort of rediscovered how much i liked going to the movies it's just um it's just different right i i do get a really good experience at home but it's there's just something different about it and i and i know that there are people who talk about like this communal experience and blah 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 and like uh that doesn't mean shit to me right because i go in by myself and i leave by myself and like it is what it is but but there's just something about i don't know i love movies period right i do i love the escapism i love losing myself in these worlds i love losing myself in these stories emotionally connecting with them whatever right whatever whatever sort of reasoning and i i could go through a whole list of them about like why i really love movies um but going to the theater was something that i had really sort of undercut and i think i did it to sort of i don't know take sort of some stupid principled stand right because a a movie theater or a movie theater company hurt me Right? And so I was like, I'm never fucking going back. Fuck these movie theaters. Fuck all of them. I don't need any of this shit. I'll just watch it at home. My couch loves me. <laughs> My couch isn't going to hurt me. But, and I think that's a really big piece of me sort of rediscovering this passion for being able to go to the movies. And um and it lets me know that I've I've been able to sort of move forward and move on a little bit from what happened to me when I was working for that company because I had so closely linked them I didn't want to go to the movies and be reminded of that Right, The movies were going to be my trigger. And who the fuck wants to purposefully trigger themselves? Because then I'm not going to enjoy what I'm doing anyway. I'm just going to be sour and I'm going to be thinking about this other unpleasant fucking experience. And what's the point of me going? And so the break that I took was probably necessary. And maybe I caught a break by it being, by a good portion of it uh, being during COVID. Because, you know, it was really easy to not want to go. But going in the last several weeks, and I've seen now f- four movies? Which is, which... You know, it doesn't feel like a lot for me in the grand scheme of things, but like in this short period of time, considering how often I had been recently, um, it is a lot. And I'm somebody who used to go to the movies sort of every single week, sometimes multiple times a week. I used to see everything. I just loved going and watching things. Good, bad, uh, uh. Challenging, stupid whatever i love i love watching all kinds of things and figuring out what it is that i like and don't like and and look i can talk about the magic of of movies and what it means to me the, uh, some other time right that's a whole nother list as well but it kind of just hit me the last time i went when like i really made an effort I mean, the last couple of times, I really made an effort to go. I said, that looks interesting. I want to see it. I want to see it now or soon. And I made the effort to go. Which, Which lets me know that that sort of fire still burns for that for me be able to do that thing and that thing bringing me joy again you know for a while it didn't bring me joy for a while it just brought me a reminder of 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 pain and hurt and heartache and i know it's weird to say that like about a job But, you know, I was really, I was really excited about the work that I was doing it when I was doing it. And so, I don't know. I don't know what the lesson is to be taken away from this, right? Maybe it's just fucking to get back on the horse, right? Sometimes you just got to get back on the horse. But you also have to go through. You also can't get back on the horse until you're fucking ready, right? Some and, and for some people it's a little bit uh, faster than others, right? Some people are are able to sort of shake it off and say, ah, I'm fine," and get back on the horse uh, quickly and just fucking go right back to it without missing a beat. And then there are others like me who we can't. We can't get back on the horse right away because it's... The wound is too fresh. And our healing process may go a little slower. And, um... And if you force it, it only makes things fucking worse. You know, I, I knew... I knew that my experience working there and how it ended was playing a pretty big factor in me not wanting to go to the movies and saying, like, fuck all these theaters. I knew it. I knew it in my head. No matter what else I was saying out loud, I in my head internally, I knew that. But now, now that I've, I've gone back, and I've enjoyed myself, and I had a good time, and I went back again, right, and I kept returning, and I was feeling excitement about going and doing this thing again, this thing that I had forever done, this thing that I had once loved uh, so much. Because it made me happy, and this thing that I had removed effectively from my life, I knew that I had sort of healed a bit. I knew. Now that I was finally able to let some of that go. And it took me a long time to get here. It's taken me, what, three plus years almost? And I'm proud of getting here. Because it was not easy and it was really hard. And I... It is very difficult, as I've talked about here, for me to let things go. But here, I feel like I've been able to. And I'm really proud of that. Because that, to me, shows so much of the progress and growth that I have made. From where I was over three years ago. really hurt feeling really lost without a whole lot of answers and just a lot of anger. And so for me to be able to walk into a movie theater several times in recent weeks by choice and with some excitement That lets me know that I that I have come really far. And I'm proud of that, and I celebrate that, and I say that with passion and excitement. I let. I let something else, someone else, take this thing away from me. I—they didn't even take it. I gave it away because of—it of, of, was too painful. And now, now I'm in so much of a better place, and I recognize that now that I'm fucking taking it back. I've rediscovered my passion for this and it thrills me to have this feeling again. I love it. I love it. I really do. I love it. I love having this feeling again. And and so... I guess, I guess my main point is that sometimes shit just takes time. And there's no blueprint and it doesn't work the same for everybody. But sometimes shit just takes time. And we gotta ride the wave and weather the fucking storm and go through the shit and just... Just keep going because there is the other side. Do I know where it is? Fuck no. I don't know where the other side is because the other side is in a different place, in a different location for all of us, depending on our own unique situations. But it is there. And so you keep going and you find it. So whatever shit you may find yourself in. Just keep fucking going. Cause I promise you, I promise you. The other side is there. And on that note I think I think I'm gonna call time. It's weird. I got some revelations just in talking through some things that I hadn't really unpacked yet. And fucking did it right here with a microphone in my face. So. I don't know. It's fucking weird. But I am glad I, I've been able to, uh, to get out there. So if you want any of my recommendations Spider-Man really good Indiana Jones 5 okay Mission Impossible 7 a lot of fun um, Barbie Wild Ride and, uh, and I got Oppenheimer coming up so look I'm I'm going I'm doing the thing it's really cool I like it sometimes it just takes time sometimes it just takes a break but your passions are there to be rediscovered Uh, if they mean a lot to you. So that said, um, yeah, let's close this episode out and let's get on out of here. Um, and, uh, I don't know, maybe go to the fucking movies, uh, or (laughs) do something. I don't know. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, um, if y'all follow me on social media, be, be my guest, uh, on the fucking Twitter thing. That's, I don't know, dying a quick, painful death. Still there for now. Um, that's uh, at uh, infamous kid uh, on Instagram. You can follow me. That's at the Mr. Donnelly. That's the Mr. Donnelly all spelled out. Uh, my stories are usually active there and you can see all my recent artwork. So um, check that out on Instagram. Uh, make sure you follow, like subscribe to podcast, whatever the vernacular is, wherever you listen to the show, uh, do that and um, just make your life easier and convenient. And uh, yeah, I think that's all the things. Um, Finally, as usual, if you find yourself in a dark place, you're in crisis mode, you need some help, need somebody to talk to. uh, I say this with all seriousness. um, The help is out there for you. Uh, You dial 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or you can also just simply dial 988. And that is for the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Uh, If you call any of those numbers, uh, that'll connect to a crisis counselor. They're available 24-7 and they are there for what you need at that moment in time. So if it's uh, you, family member, friend, loved one, whoever it is, if you need help, please use it. That's what this resource is there for, right? And it's hopefully to help you get to the other side and get through it. So once again, that's uh, 1-800-273-TALK or 988, and that's for the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Alright, I'm going to get out of here. Have yourselves a good week. Maybe catch a movie or, um, I don't know, pick up something you put down for a while and, and see if see if the love's still there. Alright, I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. Just remember, getting old doesn't suck. It kind of just happens. <music>